This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The offseason marches on. We continue our positional power and Today's position. By the way, speaking of power, did you see there's a new Power Rangers movie okay, coming to theaters? Terrible transition there, but it's not a transition. So I was just making the that point. In. That was a very important point for you to bring. It in. was a very important point. Today's Thank you for saying it was a very position important point. group is the cornerback room. We did safeties earlier this week, so we're going to stick in the secondary. We're going to go corners today. JDQMTC. JDQM to just didn't quite make the cut for me. I've got DJ in order yes, from 11? 11 to 15. I've got DJ Reed Jr. I got Pat like Pete that. checking in at Ooh. number 12. I got Travarius Ward. I've got Trevon Diggs. And I've got AJ Terrell rounding out at 15. AJ Terrell, top 10 Big for fall. sure last year. Yeah. Not so much this year. Big Had a fall. pretty tough season in Atlanta. I still think he's pretty damn good and he's still really young, though. Yeah. Super young. Uh, he's what only like twenty four. Who else do you have in there? DJ Reed from New York. DJ Reed, Junior, like that. Pat Pete, Travarius Ward, and Trevon. Davis. I think there's a lot of names we could have included in the JDQ MTC. I have a similar list. I have at number eleven. I have Marlon Humphrey. At number twelve, I have Jamel Dean, and at number thirteen, I have the boy AJ Terrell. Both for us, I think was a top five guy. It's not like a top three guy last year. He was the best corner in football, a lot of people thought. I think so, year. yeah. Especially Him and Ramsey, like grade, I think. Grade-wise, yeah. he was one of the best. Uh, yeah, it is hard to do, narrow this down. Like, I, Asante Samuel Jr. is a really good corner. Sure. That didn't make the cut. J.C. Horn is a really good corner. Sure. Legarius I mean, yeah. Kendall Fuller, Legarius. Like, the list goes on and on and on. There's, right. there's some good corner. You know, the NFL, in an effort to stop all the great wide receivers, have really gotten some damn good cornerbacks right. to come in and right, play right, right, in right. this league. All right. Yeah. Let's get to our top ten. Okay, for Number you? ten for me is probably one of the more famous names on this list. Okay. I have Jalen Ramsey checking in. All right, that's fair. I have him in about the same area. Is it fair to say that he's lost a little bit? Oh, without a without question. He gets Tom. burned more often Tom. than he. He used to never get burned, and now he gets I, burned a lot. Not Tom, a lot, but you know what I mean. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is twenty eight years old. I think what you will notice is the age of the cornerbacks who are in our top five. Versus six through ten in the JDQMTC, it really is a young man's position. Isn't yes, it? you lose your speed very quickly in the NFL. I mean, and, and it's incredible the start that Jalen Ramsey had in oh, his yeah. career. Like he's going to the Hall of Fame, I believe. One. Oh, that's a tough one for, for me. Super Bowl champ, three-time first-team All-Pro. I think. There See, was, I think for cornerbacks, it like there was a stretch it, too. It, it, the, the the gauge for. Hall of Fame is different from other positions. I think from really 2017 to maybe even as early as 2021. I would say as last year. He was the best Well, not this past season, sorry. But the year they won ago. the Super Bowl. The Rams won the Super Bowl, yeah. You could make the argument for that he was window, quarterback that one. five-year period. He was cornerback one in the NFL. If you're cornerback one for half a decade, right. that's, a that's long pretty time. Hall of Fame. That's a long time. Right yeah, there. he's got a case no for question. sure. Um, yeah, first team all pro three times, once in Jacksonville, twice in LA for the Rams. Now he's in Miami, and that's a pretty decent secondary that they have in Miami. Xavier Howard is a really good quarterback yeah. that'll yeah, be opposite yeah, yeah. of Jalen Ramsey. I mean, just a couple of years ago, if not last year, I believe he was in our top ten, right? I, yes, but I do remember 
Week one last year, Stephon Diggs really gave it to Jalen Ramsey in that Bills and Rams game. Torched oh, yeah. him a couple times. Oh, my God. Well, you're going to be seeing Stephon Diggs a couple of times this now, year. Now, right, Ramsey. exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how that matchup goes. Your My number 10, you had him in your JDQMTC. I probably would not put him in my top 10 if he wasn't so familiar to the team as of a week ago. I got Patrick Peterson <laughs> in my top 10. Tom, don't laugh. Okay. I know he he had a really good year last year. He had a really good five year interceptions last year. is yeah. towards the top of all corners as far as interceptions. I mean, the league leader, regardless of position, was six with Megan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, tied with a couple of other guys, but he was right there. Yeah, I'm looking up the league leaders right now as far as interceptions were concerned because it it'll tell you that as far as corners were concerned. Like you're right, it was. Uh, I'll tell you this: Garner, time. Johnson, Minka, Simmons all led the league as far as. Um, Interceptions were concerned from safeties. My actual number nine guy on my list is the guy who was the leader in at corners. Okay, Tariq Woolen, uh, number nine for me. Tom, is Tariq Woolen for the can Seattle I Seahawks. can I take this moment because it had just occurred to me right before you said it. I forgot about Tariq Woolen. I mean, Jacob, I come know. on, man. I, I mean, what are we if not credible? And what are we if not our concrete, you know? Journalistic integrity, integrity yeah. that goes into these power rankings that we do. I completely overlooked Tariq Woolen. I got Tariq Woolen checking in at number nine for me. That's he totally was the fair. leader. For I probably should have put him. I I I will accept Im- omitting Robin or Peterson for my top ten to put in Tariq Woolen. You'll put Tariq Woolen in for Peterson. Yeah. Tiebreaker being he had the one extra interception. Well, tiebreaker being like he, it, well, Patrick Peterson is 32. Tariq Woolen's like 21, 22. Yeah. years old. Yeah, and what but, a steal but, for the, the Seahawks in the 22 I will draft. happily laud all the compliments on Tariq Woolen, but before we do, I just one last thing on Peterson. All these guys, like, like we said earlier, um, when we were talking about overall the age, Patrick Peterson, only one of two guys in the top 10 or JDQMTC or the JDQMTC of the JDQMTC to be over 30. Mm. So I had to give him credit for that. Yeah, to be that good at corner at that late of an age, I think that gives you some worry. Right, because he's it, four, could, it could happen at any time where he just yeah. goes in the tank, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. He's so four fair. years older than Jalen Ramsey and playing just about as good as football, if not slightly better last year than Jalen did. But anyways, moving so on to Tariq Woolen. So number nine, Tariq Woolen, or your new number 10, My new Tariq number 10. Woolen. Uh, yeah, six interceptions last year. He was a fifth-round pick for the Seahawks. Exactly. They, I think that has to They found to their it. next yeah, shutdown right. guy. Yeah. And, and you know, and they found their sh- new Sherman. Exactly. For so long, that defense was predicated on having that number one shutdown corner, Richard Sherman. Now they have it again in Tariq Woolen, and they got him in the fifth round. So the future's bright for him You there know, every position. team can clap themselves on the back. Like, every team... Like every ten year, five to ten years, we'll have a guy that just hits in the fifth or sixth round. It's not often, but you'll see guys come out of drafts that just are studs that are just completely overlooked. All right, your number nine. Uh, my number nine. I have. How about this, Tom? I just mentioned Patrick Peterson being above thirty. I have the only other guy. Sorry, there are three. So this is the second of three guys to be playing at the age of over thirty, but in my top ten. Oh, wow. I am completely all over the place here. Jesus Sorry. God. I am looking ahead down my list. At number nine, I have Tyson Campbell. So quite the opposite of playing at the age of over 30. At number eight, 
Oh, I have Tyson Campbell there you go. from Jackson. <laughs> yes, very quite the opposite of playing on the age of 30 yeah, because like he's going to be 23, 23 years old as okay. the 2023 season starts. Uh, three picks last year. He had a forced fumble last year. He he is one of the rising stars. And again, like we just said with um, with um, Tariq Woolen and the Seahawks replacing Richard Sherman, this is almost like the Jalen Ramsey replacement for the Jaguars. Right. He was so essential to that team's defense last year. And he's just another one of these guys that, you know, the Jags have been stockpiling a lot of talent from picking, you know, getting a lot of draft picks and picking high in drafts. And number 33 overall pick in the 2021 draft, Tyson Campbell is no exception to that. No, he is not. He is not. So he was your number eight, my number nine. And my a Georgia num- boy, too. So you know he's yeah. got some pedigree oh, yeah. from college. Here we are at my number eight. One of three guys on my well, top are you 10 sure? list. Are you looking yeah, at I, I'm five sure. Or, I got Stefan Gilmore clocking in at number eight for me. Okay. okay. Little early for me, but okay. You have him a little bit higher? A little bit higher. That's fine. I think that he has now bounced around a little bit. He has. But that's not to any fault of his own. I mean, I can't even keep track. So he's played now in the last three years. He's played on three different teams. Started in Buffalo. Sorry, four years because 2020 was New England. 2021 was Carolina. 2022 was Indianapolis. And now he's on the Cowboys where I think he's going to find maybe his best success since he won Defensive Player of the Year for New England. Maybe. He is 33 years old, though, so he is on the older end of the spectrum for sure. But, yeah, he didn't peak until later, though. Like, his years in Buffalo weren't as good as his years. He made one Pro Bowl in Buffalo, and that was his last season on the Bills. I mean, he won the D-Poy in New England Granted, It should have been T.J. Watt. Should have been T.J. Watt. He won D-Poy in 2019, and in 2018 and 2019, he was the first-team All-Pro at the cornerback position. So there's a two-year run where he was the best at that position there. But last year, I mean, in his final year in New England and his one year in Carolina— He made the Pro Bowl in Carolina despite only playing eight games. Right. So he was injured for So he wasn't playing a lot, but last year, played a full season— you were able to see him actually like become a part of a defense, and he was good just on a bad team, on a so, very bad team. So no one really one of the attention. worst. But he was good. In but that, now he's on what should be a really good that's team. That's why the Cowboys with won. a really good coach it's because he was affordable and he was a player that they recognized could still contribute to a team. Right. He was just on the wrong team to contribute to. He, so he's still relevant, still a very good cornerback, especially at his age. But kind of like how you said with Peterson, you're a little worried when he's when he gets up there. Number seven on my list, mm-hmm. I have my first of two Philadelphia Eagles, okay. and that's the only team that has two guys in the top ten for my power ranking. My first Eagle is Darius Slay. Big, at number seven? At number seven. My big, number, big play Slay. My number, well, will you skip my number eight? I thought your number eight was. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My number seven as you well. You are so bad at this right now. I don't Dude, have I'm my about to reach over players labeled. You across the my face. number seven, uh, Darius Slay. Bro, you were worried. No one was worried. We just wanted to make sure that you can actually start talking again and, you know, contribute to the show instead of dragging it down to the depths of hell every time. Sorry, oh, no, it was my number eight. No, you skipped this. There are a lot of good corners in the league, Tom. We just mentioned that. Doesn't it's hard to keep that you track can't of count. Them. Doesn't mean no, that you can't, I can't count. Number. Big play slay for the Eagles. Made the Pro Bowl last year. He was a first-team All-Pro in 2017 for the Lions. It's kind of surprising that he's 32 years old. Like, he's a guy that you don't think is up there in age, but he certainly is. Um, there was a lot of talk that the Eagles might get rid of him this year, but 
Instead, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was the casualty right. from the Eagles going to the Lions, and that enabled them to bring back Darius Slay as well as another guy that we'll talk about in just a little bit. Uh, you want to talk about big play Slay? He's got 26 career interceptions, yeah. eight in 2017. He had eight interceptions in a season in 2017. He scored two touchdowns. Um, and by the way, what's he was, he was me, 32 years old when he was doing that. You know what's fascinating for me? 2021, <laughs> he recovered two fumbles for a total of 116 yards returned and two touchdowns. Two tutties? He took both of the fumbles to the house. Wild. And, like, for over 50 yards right. each time. So, big play Slay is definitely an apropos nickname for him. And if he's your number two corner, you've got a very strong secondary. And even though they lost C.J. Uh, Johnson, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I still think they're going to be a pretty good secondary in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, despite losing a key safety, you still retain your top two corners. Top two corners. So, so you lose out of one position, but your other position in the secondary is still as solid as ever. Number six, is that right? That comes after yeah, seven, Yeah, I have right? six so that comes Yeah, I, I believe we're at number six right now. That's where I have Stephon Gilmore checking in. Okay. In the Dallas Cowboys. All right, so. Right on the outside looking in the top five. All right, well, only two positions behind where I had him, so not out of this world is much higher than I had him. No, no, of course not. It's not like I thought you were an idiot. Well, I do think you're an idiot, but not for where you I put, can't count. But not for where you put Stefan Gilmore. Uh, I agreed with what you said about him playing for the Cowboys. Um, it's funny because like people will think that he's CB two because of Trevon Diggs, but he's CB one still in my mind. Like I, I think he's the best corner that they have on that team, and I actually think that Diggs is going to benefit a lot yeah. from having that kind of a. That's guy why I. That's him. kind of what I'm saying. In Dallas, he's playing with a talented secondary no question yeah. and i think Diggs is a little overrated of I course he gets a lot of well i think he kind of came back to earth his second or his third year in the league yeah like when he had more interceptions than stefan Diggs had touchdowns at one point last year it was getting a little absurd but he is not as good as people make him out to be but i think he can get better without having you know to worry about being that legit number one guy and the only guy on the team that can really handle that You've got another running partner now in right. Gilmore. So I right. think big time move. And they, they only sent like a fifth round pick to the Colts for him. So like very savvy GM move from the Cowboys, something that you're not used to them. They'll, they'll, no, prob they'll probably all. blow it and draft a running back oh, in, absolutely. in the draft or something like Even that. Even though they just, they they franchise Pollard and they just signed someone to like a one year deal. And they're going to get rid of Zeke once. Yeah. They still have Zeke, but I read somewhere that like once the calendar hits some date in June, they can release gone, him yeah. to to save some money or something like that. So Zeke's gonna be gone. They'll trade up for Bijan Robinson. They'll use capital to move up and get the running back out of Texas because right. the Cowboys don't make all smart moves in an offseason. Right, there has right, to be right, a dumb right. one. But all right, so your number six, my number six, right outside. This is where I have Jalen Ramsey. Wow, that's a lot higher than where I had him. Where did you have? I had him at ten. So that's a pretty okay. significant leap. Well, how that. about this? Played the whole season still, so it's not like he's getting slower and, and getting more hurt and more dinged up. It's still crazy to think he's under 32. Like, right. He has been around for forever and still is somehow, how old is he? He's going to be 29 in October for the Dolphins. So he's still 28. He'll, he'll, he'll be play, 28 when the season he'll starts. He'll play about half the season at the age of 28. Well, no. Again, your math is failing you there. No, he'll play the half first like seven, season? the first seven weeks or so, about okay. the first half season. Okay, how is seven? No, 
No. Seven isn't even close to being half of seven. I don't 17. view October as halfway through. I view maybe like middle of November as halfway but when through. When you count weeks, okay. like three weeks in September, four weeks so in October. So he's still young, is the point that you're trying to make. Yeah. Younger. Yeah, as younger. As far as a veteran cornerback yeah, is sure. concerned. But here's the thing, Tom, is he's, that he's, he didn't really slow down. No, in and he's got help more than he did in LA last year. He was the guy in LA secondary last season, and now he's got more help with the secondary that he has in Miami. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's playing alongside Xavier Howard, and he also has a really good offense to support him. I, I know he had a great offense in L.A., but last year he was playing on a, just a dead team, right? Yeah, they were so dead. They were the worst team following a Super Bowl in the history of the NFL. Right. No one was worse after winning a Super Bowl than them. But I do like that Miami seems to just say we weren't satisfied with last year, right? Even though we took a big step forward— we can still do more. They Let's are bring in. They are the heaviest hitters in free agency the past couple of seasons. You get Tyreek Hill via trade the year before, and then you get Ramsey right. again the next yeah. season. So they they go. Teron Armstead too last year. Yeah, to pair with they're Tyreek going for Hill. stars. Yeah, they absolutely. are going for stars in their offseason moves. All right. All right, to start the top five, my number five. We see him twice a year. Oh, this is where I have Marlon Humphrey okay. from the Baltimore Ravens. I believe I had him in my JDQMTC. He is pretty just, far down. I still am so high on this guy. I, I think he's one of the smarter members of a secondary that you can have in the NFL. Love how active he is on Twitter, too. I mean, that guy will not let any comment Shut pass up, him right. without getting a chance to jump in on it. And I, I think he's a pretty funny dude, for real, uh, as far as a Twitter follow is concerned. He he made the uh, first team All-Pro back in 2019 for the Ravens. Hasn't made one since, but he's been their Pro Bowler a couple of times since then. Last year, he had three interceptions. Uh, Career high. He's just a solid cornerback and has for his entire career in Baltimore, really, you know, since he had a little bit of injury problems in 17 and 18, but from 2019 to 2022, um, like I said, I, I see him as a top five cornerback in the NFL and I, a guy that I hate having to go up against twice a year. I I don't really push back on that because, again, I put him in my JDQ MTC. It's just that, uh, he did finish 2021 injured, right? And last year he was able to bounce back, have a great year. And as we said in our episode when we covered the top 10 safeties, how, do you know of a better starting four in the secondary than Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Kyle Hamilton, and Marcus Williams? I don't. I think they might have, if we were to power rank just secondaries for teams, I think they'd the be Ravens. up there. And the Eagles. Yeah, right I was going to say Philly would probably be number two. one. Yeah. Even but losing Garner, Garner Johnson, Johnson is a huge blow. The yeah. ahead of them and makes yeah. the Ravens huge a blow. better unit. So, and I think to your point about the Ravens having such a great unit, Humphrey stands out as the leader of that unit to me as the guy. Well, the yeah, because it. they traded for Peters, they traded for Williams, they Humphrey's just they just drafted Hamilton. drafted Hamilton. Humphrey's been a homegrown guy for the right. He's been a Raven for his entire career. You're number five. All right, my five. number five, I have Traverius Ward at number five. In my JDQMCC. So, so both of our number fives were in the other. Wow, GDQ how about MCC. that? Look at that. Uh, big fan of Ward and uh, big fan of him signing with the Niners. I mean, he was pretty talented with the Chiefs, but to move on to that defense, and maybe, Tom, that's why he kind of fell out of your – your top 10 or your top five even, because he's just one of those guys who's just a great player, but is a great player on an overall great team. And you kind of lose track of so many of these great guys, but a huge addition to help them out in that secondary um, 
for Seattle, or wow, Seattle for San Francisco, um, coming off of his first year in in San Fran, just involved all over. He played in the entire season, had a ton of tackles, uh, almost ninety on the season, and just was a wrecker. Forced some fumbles, caused some interceptions, just really got involved kind of all over, which is what you want your cornerback to do, which is really what you want your safety to do, but if your cornerback is also getting involved in that, he's obviously a huge asset to that team. Yeah, I mean, I Kansas City, I guess you can't pay everybody, but right. he's a really young player that you just let go after his first four seasons, and I think San Francisco is going to welcome him for years and years there. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if the Chiefs come to regret that decision. Of course, they just won the Super Bowl without him, so hard how much to say. can you really Yeah, hard it? to say. Number four for me... I know he just got burned in the Super Bowl oh, by Juju. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. But this is where I have second-team All-Pro, James, James Bradbury. Bradbury. Tom, out. if my numbers are correct, which I believe they are, I also I'll have— I'll be a first. I also have—I bet you we have the same top four. James Bradbury is your number four, though? Yeah. Really exploded last year in Philadelphia. Yes. I mean, Carolina for four years, Giants for two years. He made a Pro Bowl with the Giants, but was never really anybody special— until he finally broke through last year. And maybe that's playing in a secondary with guys like Gardner Johnson and opposite of Darius Slay. Mm-hmm. But whatever the case may be, he's a second-team All-Pro, which means he's one of the top four cornerbacks right. in the All-Pro's minds, and he's the top four quarterback right now in our mind. Um, I know how fresh it is that he just got burned by Juju Smith-Schuster, but there's a reason why the Eagles decided to come back and, and re-up with James Bradbury, right. and there's a reason why people in Steelers Nation were kind of hoping that he might get to the free agency uh, market because he would have been an excellent addition for the team. He will be 30 years old, so he is a little bit older. But again, maybe he's just one of these guys that came onto the scene late, found his prime late, and it'll be a very short-lived prime. But for the next couple of seasons, James Bradbury will be a top corner. Yeah, he's approaching that 30 mark. So maybe you got four, maybe five more good years of him. Number three. Here we go. I got Jari Alexander. Mm. Oh, you went Sertain? I put Patrick Sertain okay. at number three. So, which one do you want to cover Alexander first? at number two. Let's cover Sertain at All number right. three. Again, I think Patrick he's Sertain. a guy that was on a bad team last year. Yeah. But still one of the better corners in the NFL, and this will only be his third season in the league. Yep. First team All-Pro last year, Pro Bowler. I mean, you name it, he did it. He had two picks last season, and... As far as coverage grades are concerned, they're through the roof. He, he as good as anyone. Everybody down. Right. The passer rating against is one of the best in the NFL. So um, everybody kind of knew Sertan was going to be great coming out of school, number nine overall pick by the Broncos, and he has done nothing to make you think that he won't be even better right. as he moves forward. Right. Uh, 23, and he gets he'll a be real 23 coach. years old. Yeah, he gets a real coach this year. Maybe the offense will be better so that he doesn't I have think, to be on the field all the time. I feel like... This offseason, since Sean Payton has signed his deal with Denver, I feel like I'm talking myself up a lot on Denver this year. Well, I think Denver had so much potential last year that you still just can't help but gravitate towards that and think that with a real coach and stability there and not Russell Wilson running the show, a coach actually running the show, that they'd be a better team. There's a ton of talent. I mean, like we just said, they have a top three cornerback on their roster on the defensive side of the ball, and... There's even more talented players on that side and on the offensive side. They they are too good for what they were last year. Yeah. That was a terrible disappointment. We ha- we mentioned Baltimore and Philly as having a great overall secondary. I know it doesn't have the same 
big names across the board. But Sertain and Simmons. But Sertain and Simmons is as good of a one-two punch as you can get. Yeah, Dem- Denver is a team to keep an eye. Now, they're in the West, so that's what's really it's, tough. Uh, it's going to be hard. But they're a team to definitely, I would say, if you had a candidate for the worst-to-first game. Oh, I don't know if I would. Here's the thing. Their roster is yes, but the team that's Division, in first place yeah. is no. It's not going to be there. All right, so Jair Alexander, your three, my number yep. two. The Green Bay Packers. He yep. will be 26 years old. That dude and what he did to Justin Jefferson in the season year, finale, or in the second 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 week game of the yeah, season, right, right. was unbelievable to watch. A total master at his craft, shutting down another master at his craft. Uh, second team All Pro for Alexander this year, and he made a second team All Pro in 2020. Uh, that to me is surprising that he hasn't been a first team All Pro yet. I think that's coming. I think that he is going to remain one of the best corners in football, if not get even better. I mean, he had five interceptions last season. That was a career right. high. You can and just ar- to you, bounce you can argue back. he had his best year last year. Yeah. So and also to bounce back from the week one game when he called uh Jefferson's performance a fluke and everyone's saying, What are you doing, man? This guy like has been on track all season to break Megatron's single season receiving record, and you're gonna call that game a fluke? And then he just completely shut him down. Completely shut him down. Yeah. I mean, just kind of put the money where the mouth didn't right. kind of put right, right, his money right. where his yeah, mouth is. And yeah, I, I love Jair Alexander as a player. And that means that number one It can only be one guy. Unbelievable that he's already risen to the top of this list. But Sauce Gardner, I mean How could it be Welcome else? to the top right. of the mountaintop by my my man. I mean, he was the first team all pro last year. He was a pro bowler. He was the AP rookie of the year. And he finished eighth in defensive player of the year voting as a rookie. That's two I'm years in a row now where we've had super rookies. Micah Parsons. Parsons before, and and I'm honestly Gardner. surprised he was that low. It's a it also is interesting that he's gonna be twenty three years old. Some other guys on this list were twenty three years old as well, mm-hmm. entering into their second to their third season in the NFL. So he's, he's got a little, a little bit, older, bit of a late yeah. start, stayed at Cincinnati a little bit longer. I think it was worth it though, because he came into the league and immediately became right. the best. I mean, led the league among all positions and passes defended, and instrumental in yeah. the recruitment of Aaron Rodgers. By the way, to the Jets, he has been oh, all absolutely. over ever since putting the cheese head on. Remember when they beat the he, Packers and then in he burned the cheese head, the cheese head like a week ago. The cheese head, yeah, yep. he he has been instrumental as far as that's concerned. He not only has he become the best player on the Jets, he has become the face of the franchise. Yeah, in absolutely. just one short season. Yeah, so. That, those are the type of guys that, like, no matter who they play for, you're jealous, and you just wish you had on your team. Because, man, what a great – and even if you have the best corners in football, that's still a guy that you're just like, I would rather have sauce. He, yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to see how he gets better. Because, like, he's well, already – Well, that's, that's the thing is that he's it, already as a rookie, yeah, he's the best. So he can only, you know, in terms of his rank, go down. Right, you don't. I don't. Like, I don't know if he's gonna but continue he's gonna to get stay better. There yeah, for a while and get even better right. at that point. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, uh, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, our show, The Steelers Standard, and many more. All of them are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. That'll do it for this week's editions of the Steelers Standard. Always appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Sweet 16 and Elite 8 coming your way in college hoops. So Neither of fun. us have a team in the, in the race, no, though. No, unfortunately, we only made it to the round of 32 this year. But it'll be a ton of fun watching hoops all weekend long. And we'll be back again next week with some fresh Steelers Standard. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. We'll talk to you guys then.